And we are here with another amazing guest from the Red Sox farm system. Uh, we are uh, bringing in you today another pitcher, this time from the Greenville Drive. This man is someone that's been brought up a couple times on our podcast by other guests, Maceo Campbell, uh, Hunter Dobbins. So you guys are in for a treat. We're going to bring in Mr. Joey Stock. Joey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Not much. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, hey, not bad. Uh, first off, I, I want to say uh, congratulations you. to you guys on clinching. Uh, I was I was all over Instagram this morning, and man, uh, I seen you guys had one hell of a time uh, last night after the game. It was a blast. It was a blast. Um, for me, it was my my first time ever winning a. You know, a first half championship or, or a half championship in, in in the minor leagues, and I've heard about the champagne showers, and they're they're a lot of fun. It's quite the party last night, that's for sure. So, uh, let's uh, let's talk about some friendships first, because yeah. uh, we uh, we you were coming highly recommended by right. uh, by some prior guests, uh, Maceo Campbell, uh, Hunter Dobbins, who Hunter just just got moved up. Uh, and so talk about uh, your relationships, your friendships with them a little bit, if you like. Well, to hear Hunter Dobbins say I'm a friend, that's surprising. Um, him and I go back and forth all the time. Uh, he's a Ford guy. I'm a Chevy guy. He likes, uh, he likes Dos Equis. I like Bush Light. You know, we just can't, we like the same things, but we can't see eye to eye on the, on the, on the fine details. But, uh, no, I love Dobbins. Um, He's a heck of a guy. He's got a lot of really good stuff. And what I like with Dobbins is he's always able to answer questions. Him and I have similar arsenals. We both have fastball with some right and cut. Um, you know, he's got a slider. I have a cutter that kind of moves similar. Uh, he's got a split finger fastball. I'm just learning one as well. And uh, we both have a pretty big curveball. So, um, you know, I'm bouncing ideas off him all the time. On where does he, you know, what are his visuals and what are his grips and, and things like that. Um, you know, another guy that you alluded to, Maceo Campbell's been one of my been one of my best buds here in the in the org uh, since day one. We signed together. We came into uh, instructional league together. Um, you know, honestly, I feel like uh, you know we have a really tight knit group of guys here, and we have it. We we have had that at every level that I've been at, um, starting in in the FCL all the way up here to High A. Um, the Red Sox think do a really good job of getting guys in here that. Uh, you know, that want to be here and, and they do a good job of really just making sure that we're enjoying each other's company. Um, because quite honestly, we're away from our family so much. We're away from our friends back home so much that, you know, um, this is, you know, our team and our affiliate is our family, you know, our, uh, our, our teammates are our best friends. So, um, they do a really good job with that. Yeah. I, I was talking to Maceo and he sat there and brought up, uh, I, I asked him what's one ch uh, pitch that, you know, he, he would love to add those arsenal and, you know, work on it. And he brought up a, a pitch that I haven't heard for quite some time, the old Balkan changeup. Yeah. So, so uh, well, what do you sit there and see uh, that you would love to add to your arsenal that you don't really have right now? Um, You know, Last year, we only had two pitches. I just had a fastball and a curveball. Um, after going to driveline this offseason, I was able to kind of work on a cutter, and we really worked on a split-finger fastball just because it's such a tough pitch to to repeat and to get the feel for. 
Um, so really, I think for me, instead of adding another pitch to the arsenal, I'm only a one, two inning guy. I don't need, you know, five or six pitches. It's just now commanding my stuff. And, um, I guess that's, that's kind of where I'm at is, uh, if we can just continue to, to keep doing what we've been doing and just trying to harness our control and, uh, in our secondaries, that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, being, being the bullpen guy, you only need one, two pitches, you know, if you have a third one, it's, it's really great. Right. Uh, so bullpen, bullpen games, you know, yep. Maceo was ta- talking about you guys out there, uh, the movie trivia. So yeah. he, he gave his thoughts of, of who the best of the best is out there. So uh, when you guys are out there playing bocce ball, movie trivia, what is, uh, what's your, your opinion on who's the best of the best? Best of the best in the movie trivia or in the bocce ball or? At, let's go both. At, at whatever. Both. Um, Robert Kwiatkowski was pretty good at the bocce ball, I remember, when we were in Brooklyn. And uh, I don't know, for me, I'm, I'm, handling, I'm handling the the bullpen communication system with the walkies, so I'm kind of a little more more into it. I don't necessarily – I didn't even know we did movie trivia out there, so I guess I'm a little more – a little more locked in than that. Um, but I've seen guys do bocce ball and things like that. Um, we do a second inning question every day, uh, every game at the start of the second inning, just a random question, you know, does it Bigfoot exist for example, or are there aliens, you know? Um, and then we just kind of go around, share, share our thoughts and opinions and kind of just get to know each other a little bit. So, um, yeah, you, you, you got, uh, the, the bullpen's kind of its own little entity, uh, you know, going yeah. all, all around. You, you know, you guys are out there all the time. Uh, you guys are only called on as needed. Uh, you guys have been, you know, killing it out there uh, in with the Greenville Drive. Uh, yeah. Maceo, Maceo was sitting there telling me how, because he, he's a big, uh, you know, hitting guy also, that <laughs> you guys you guys have been begging the, uh, the staff to – give you some BP to, to kind of like praise it. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you, are you uh, one of the guys that are biting to get some BP also? 100%. I, uh, I hit in college. I hit more than I pitched, believe it or not. And uh, I think now I'm a little bit past my prime, but when I first signed, I was, I was uh, begging for the opportunity to take some, take some BP hacks. So uh, definitely uh, one of the people that are in the bullpen that are pushing for that the most. Mesa is probably uh, pushing for it the most, but I'm, I'm, I'm top three or top four for sure. So uh, we have a guy in the majors, Shohei Otani, yeah. who is, you know, probably the greatest of our generation, you know, recently uh, that does both. Uh, how great would it be if, you know, for the Red Sox organization and to go back and look at your, you know, your hitting videos and be like, Hey, Joey, uh, we, we think that we could transition you to a reliever and, uh, and hitting. It'd be great. Um, I don't think there's a, <laughs> there's one chance of that happening. Um, and like I said, too, I haven't, I haven't hit since college. I did hit a lot in college, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm past my prime when it comes to, when it comes to being at the plate. So, and especially now coming in and you're facing 95, everybody's throwing 95 with just absolute wipeout stuff. Um, you know, especially at this level in high A and, and even more so in double A AA and triple A and all the way up, it doesn't get any easier, um, on the offensive side. So, 
Uh, like I said, um, you know, we're a little bit past our prime on that. Uh, I don't see that happening, but it'd be cool. I'd, I'd be open to it. So, uh, what was it like going through with the Red Sox, you know, them reaching out to you, signing you, uh, what's all that process like for you uh, and who were the yeah. first people you contacted? So I was, uh, I, I signed with the Red Sox in late August of 2020. Um, obviously COVID ended our, our college season, uh, which was my mm-hmm. senior year at St. John's in central Minnesota. And, uh, and that hurt, we were, you know, competing for a national championship and, uh, we were, I think, seven and one through our first eight games, and you know everything was looking great. I was on the phone with a lot of scouts um, before the season started. They were setting up their draft boards and whatever. Um, you know, they were asking me all these questions about, hey, who are you playing? Like, who are some other good arms or some good lineups in your conference so we can come out? And I think what they said that just to not waste a trip, which I can understand. And uh, you know, like I said, it was it was every week. Um, I was talking to a new team, new scout. And they were setting up their stuff, and uh, and I had a Red Sox scout come and watch me in Fort Myers when we were uh, kind of you know at the start of our season. We played eight games in in Florida, and um, obviously COVID hit, ended that, and then didn't really hear from any scouts afterwards. The draft was only five rounds. I knew I wasn't a first five round draft guy, um, so I decided to enter the NCAA transfer portal. We got the extra year eligibility. Uh, due to COVID, so I decided to, to pursue a post-grad opportunity and University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, uh, you know, fortunate enough for me, uh, gave me an opportunity and I committed to that program. And the day before I moved back into school, like I'm, t- I'm telling you, the truck was packed. You know, my mom and I, it's eight in the morning and we're just putting the last of my clothes into, into these bins. And, you know, my dad's back in the truck in the driveway I have like a futon and, you know, a mattress and all that stuff's already packed away. And uh, and when you know what, the, the, the phone rings and, and the Red Sox are like, hey, we'll sign you. And it's like, all right. And I kind of asked them, what do I do about, about school and all that? And they said, you can put the stuff back in the drawers. You're not going to school. So um, <laughs> it was a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, my parents were obviously the first ones to know about it. But the support I got from the central Minnesota community that day was was absolutely incredible. I'll never forget it. Um, you know, my, my aunts and uncles came over, my grandparents came over, we had a nice little social distance celebration, um, on our front porch. And I just, I just remember my phone never stopped ringing or buzzing with texts and emails and voicemails and Instagram DMS and all of that, just with a bunch of congratulations and things like that. And I was getting reached out to by people that I hadn't talked to for 10, 15 years. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, talking to uh, Theo uh, Denlinger, uh, he he said there and said when he uh, got traded over to the Red Sox, he said there and said that he never like in his Instagram blew up instantly yeah. from Red Sox fans because uh, we're passionate, you know, yeah. about our organization and about our team, and we take everything very seriously. Uh, for the longest time, every, a lot of uh, people, reporters, and everything was like. The Red Sox don't know how to produce pitching anymore. You know, we haven't had anybody since John Lester and Papelbon uh, that came through our organization to make it to the majors. Uh, we got Brian Bayo now that is up there, you know, homegrown. But if you look at, you know, high A, uh, double A, there, there's a lot of great arms that are on the rise. And it shows a lot of promise for you. You know, you're one of them. Uh, you sit there and uh, you pitched what one it on one scoreless inning last night. 
uh, you know, for, for the Greenville Drive. And it shows promise that uh, Heim Bloom has a vision. He's restocking our uh, our bull, our farm system. He's uh, knows what he's doing, and we just got to get you guys up there. And you guys will, you know, eventually get up to Double A, because there's a lot of eyes on Double A right now. I was talking to Hunter about that, and it's like, you know, is there any extra pressure because everybody's there, and the Double A's guys are all everybody wants to see now with Marcelo Meyer, Nick Yorkie, right. uh, Sedane yeah. Raffaella. Yeah. So uh, what do you like to do in your spare time when it's not baseball? Oh, man, it kind of depends where we're at. Uh, when I was in spring training, me and my roommate, Ryan Fernandez, we fished a lot. We uh, He kind of showed me how to, how to you know, pond fish. Uh, we don't have that in Minnesota. We don't have ponds. We got a lot of lakes. And, um, you know, he showed me kind of how to do that, ran me through the ropes. I got a little rod and you know, some rigs and things like that. And, and, uh, we fished a ton. We were, we were all over, uh, you know, Southwest Florida there. Um, so fishing is a big thing for me. I'll be spending my off season in Florida this year. I'll be continuing to do that. Um, man, uh, in the winter, when I'm back home in Minnesota, snowmobiling is a big passion of mine. Absolutely love it. Um, always have ice fishing is another big thing. Um, you know, there's uh, just being outside, really, um, going for a walk or something like that, or, uh, you know, hanging out with my girlfriend or, you know, seeing some buddies and just hanging out. Um, but uh, anything outdoors is always a good time. So uh, it's, uh, I'm just curious because uh, you said snowmobiling. Is, is, is yep. that is that on your on the the no do list or is that one of the ones that is allowed to? Because I know uh, Maceo said he used to love snowboarding. But he's like, I can't do it anymore. Uh, you know, that's a good question. Um, maybe looking back on it, probably not. But uh, you know, we're not we're not in the mountains or anything like that. It's not real dangerous. Um, you know, you're on groomed trails. It's, you know, like I said, it's not like uh, I'm in Colorado or something like that. You yeah. know, winding and weaving through tree. I, you know, I had a snowmobile for that, and I tried it and. No, not a big fan. So, like I said, uh, you know, the snowmobiling in Minnesota is a little different, and it's it's not quite that extreme. So, um, you know, I haven't ever been hurt doing it. And, but I don't know. That's actually a good question. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, Joey, you're in the bullpen, and yeah. they call they call your number. Uh, yeah. What is what is your routine to kind of get you in the mindset of, you know, getting ready to go out there? Um, I try to be in the mindset as soon as I take the field, uh, before the game starts. Um, heck, even when I wake up in the morning, just try to f have that feeling of confidence. Hey, today's your day. Um, you know, it's going to happen. I try to come to the ballpark every day with the expectation you're going to pitch. Um, right now, given my current, uh, like my current role in the bullpen, um, I'm a later relief or a later inning guy out of the bullpen. So it's going to be a closer game. You're going to get it. The ball's going to be in your hands. You just got to make sure that you're prepared for that. You know, what I like about relief is you just have to expect to pitch, but there is no 100% chance that you're going to pitch. Like I started in college and I absolutely hated it because I hated knowing, hey, you're throwing today. Like this is happening. Uh, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep the night before. Um, just not, not good. I just, I'm, I'm way more comfortable with the fact that, hey, you just, you wake up and hey, there's a good chance that you're pitching. Accept it, get that through your head. Um, on the physical side, I uh, really want to stretch out my hamstrings. And um, I went to drive line this past offseason, and that gave me some some pre 
activation pre-throwing activation stuff um so like uh, a j-band routine mm -hmm. and then these wrist weight exercises which i absolutely love um some guys in our in our uh pitching staff and in our bullpen dobbins specifically um you know gives me a lot of crap for it but uh i love them i'll never not do them um you know just really good way to to loosen up my shoulder uh and just kind of get the blood flowing and get me ready to go without having to waste my bullets in the bullpen. So um, that's about it. I try to keep it short. I try to keep it light. And I just try to, you know, stay mentally locked in from, from the moment I get up and the, I take the field really. So. Okay. I, I'm curious. I got to know you get called up to uh, the Boston Red Sox organization. You become our closer. What would your walkout song be? Oh man. Um, have not thought about that for a second. Um, oh, man. Uh, my walk-up song right now is Cold As You by Luke Combs. Um, I like it. Uh, I had Pickin' Wild Flowers by Keith Anderson. I'm a, I love country music, especially, mm -hmm. the, you know, the little little bit older. Um, that's, another, that's another good one. I love the intro to that. Um, Hell Yeah by Montgomery Gentry is pretty good. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, I'd say one of, one of those three. Um, Let's see here. I had uh, I had Real Good Man by Tim McGraw. That was pretty good last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Okay. Uh, you, you said that you used to uh, start pitching, and you, and you didn't really care for it because uh, yeah. of knowing when you're going to pitch. Uh, what was the transition like going from starter to the bullpen? Uh, so you, you didn't have to pitch as much or as often. Did your velocity yeah. go up at all? Um, I've always been a velo guy. The thing for me is just my my endurance. Um, I'm a velo guy. I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. I'm better suited for a one to two inning kind of thing. When I was in college, I could go through, you know, a D three lineup pretty quick on on one pitch. Uh, but I'll be honest, D three doesn't get enough credit um, with the quality of talent and the level of competition that it has, and, and how smart the hitters are. Um, it's, it's not professional baseball. It's college baseball. Every game matters. Every team's trying to win games. Um, therefore guys are looking for specific pitches to hit. Um, so for me, like I said, I can make it through a lineup, uh, one time and by the third, fourth inning, I'm, I'm gassed and they know that I don't have command. I didn't have command of a secondary. I only had a fastball by that time in the game. My velo would be starting to taper down because I'd be getting more tired. Um, so the transition to the bullpen was not very difficult. I had played three summers with the St. Cloud Rocks in the Northwoods League. Uh, came out of the bullpen for that, was a one-two winning guy with that organization. Um, so really was not a transition at all. In fact, it was, uh, if it was a transition, it was, it was a blessing, that's for sure. Um, you know, it was one that I was very comfortable with. So, and, and one that I'd much rather do. I'd much rather close the game than have to start a game, that's for sure. So, uh, you're pretty much setup guy, closer, you know, late innings. Uh, what, what is the, you know, how do you handle pressure then? Uh, going into the game, you're up one run, and it's a key essential uh, game you need. A big thing uh, that I heard this year from our pitching coach here, uh, Bob Kipper, basically said, like, if you do everything that you think you need to do, and if you feel prepared, then go out there and, and – let it let it go see what happens um and that's been something that's really helped me this year and in uh, last year as well when i got up here um i was struggling a little bit when i got up here and he basically told me like if you've done everything and you've worked hard and you can put your name on this day and say i gave it everything that i that i could 
why can't you go out on the mound with, you know, with your chest stuck out uh, with a lot of confidence? Um, that's a big thing for me. Another thing too is, is breathing, uh, you know, take like f- our three inhales and then five long exhales. And that kind of just calms me down. Um, one of our mental skills coordinators, Jake Chaplin, showed me that uh, in spring training this year. That's been big as well. Um, and then too, it's just trying to, to just realize, hey, um, you know, you've done it before. We've, we've closed games out in college. I closed games out in the Northwoods League. I closed games out in high school. Like, this isn't the first time. This won't be the last time. There's a reason why you were put in this position. Like, just go out there, give it your absolute best, and see what happens. Um, and that's really it. Uh, you know, you, you can't do much more than that. You can't, uh, you can't do more than, than you can. So it's, uh, it's easy to get, fall in those traps of, okay, it's, one, it's a 2-1 game, and I got I to gotta do this, I got to do that. And, uh, and that's when things kind of start to spiral out of control a little bit. So just trying to, to keep yourself level-headed and not, uh, not, get, uh, not overlooking um, an outcome or a pitch, just staying focused on where your feet are in that given moment. So, uh, so do you, when you go out there, you kind of sit there and just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all. Uh, if, if they get a piece of one, my defense, the guys behind me kind of got yeah. my back. Exactly. Um, and if, if a guy gets a piece of one and ropes it in into left center field, for example, Hey, the next guy's got to do it too. So, um, you know, you tip your cap, it's very hard to do that, but, you know, you just got to do it. It's baseball. These guys are professional hitters, and, and they're all really good as well. So uh, they all belong at this level, and, and uh, you know, you're going against professionals, and it's baseball. Guys are, you know, everybody's going to wear the collar one day. So, uh, Going to back to spring training a little bit, uh, yep. do you have any great, uh, any good conversations or advice by some – because the Red Sox have some great uh, alumni that come to spring training every yep. year. Uh, have you had any uh, interactions or, or any advice from any of them? Uh, not this past spring training, but I did have uh, Dick Suchi was um, one of our pitching coaches in the FCL. And uh, what was really cool is he was pitching coach for the Minnesota Twins. Again, a Minnesota guy, uh, won a World Series or two with, with the Twins. And uh, he's just uh, – what, what I really liked with Suchi was he can – he can explain things so well and make it he just dumbed down for someone like myself who really hasn't pitched much. You know, if you have a question, Hey, I keep missing up with my fastball, Suchi, how do I, how do I bring it down? And he'll just say, lower your eye level, angle it down. You know, your ball plays better, you know, middle of the zone and down, uh, you know, and here's why, you know, hitters can't, you know, he puts up a baseball and explains all of it. And it's just, it's like I said, for someone like myself who, who is new to pitching or who was new to pitching, um, to just pick his brain on some things. I mean, he had some really good things to say, and it, it was just easy to easy to comprehend, you know. Yeah, uh, th- that's one thing I always loved about our our organization, where the the alumni, Pedro, yeah. you know, Ortiz, Pedroia, you know, and the list goes on and on. You know, they're there to to help. They're there to listen. Uh, yeah. You know, because they want this organization to succeed. They, they right. want you guys, the, the younger talent, to, to keep moving forward and going on. So uh, one last question I love asking. It's a hot yeah. tub time machine. Okay? okay. You can pit any batter, present, past, anybody to face. One-on-one, bottom of the ninth, Joey Stock on the mound. Oh. Who, 
who do you want to face and why? Shohei Owatani, man. Um, you, you said it all. He's uh, arguably the best player, the most talented player uh, of, of my generation. Um, you know, what he's doing is, is nothing short of miraculous. And I don't think, I, I don't think we'll see it again. I really don't. Uh, especially with how our game is becoming more specialized, especially at the younger levels. Like I coach clinics in the off season and I've got, you know, 14 year olds that are starting to specialize in one sport and in one position. And that's, I think kind of crazy. I wasn't doing that. Um, but that's just kind of the way our, you know, our game is headed, um, which, which I can accept. Uh, but with what Shohei Otani is doing, I mean, he's, he's my favorite baseball player right now. And, uh, and what he is doing is nothing short of, of spectacular. So I, I would love to face him. I really, really would. So hopefully he stays in the American League and who knows, maybe he comes over to Boston at the end of the year. That'd be, that'd be really cool if he did. Oh, man, I, I would love that. And, and I'm sure you would probably be one of, the, one of the first of many in line at spring training next year to, you know, to, to talk to him. Without a doubt. Um, you know, like it's kind of a unwritten rule. You don't ask different players for, for autographs and, and souvenirs, but I'd have to, I, I would, I'd break it for, for that guy. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to happens. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, a, that was one big thing. Uh, my buddy DC and I, we just started this podcast at the end of February and okay. that, and then we went and got, uh, we had Joe Bra- uh, Bradley on, uh, yep. the, and he sat there and he's, been great he's uh let us uh get press passes and everything because we're in pa so when uh they the woo Sox play the rail riders and stuff uh he, he helps hooks us up and stuff and dc looked at me and he goes man he goes I, it just hit me i'm like what he goes we can't ask for autographs no more we're uh <laughs> we're part of the press i'm like dude i'm like i'm like you just had to tell me that because you know of, of the unwritten rule i'm like Right. But we, we get to make friendships instead. So that's, yep. a, a, that's a I think and that's even cooler. Yeah, without a doubt. But I it's crazy. Um, you know, we've got kids all the time coming. You know, we're in Bowling Green right now. There's a little playground right by uh, right by where our bullpen is. There's kids all over the place and they're always asking for baseballs and autographs. And, you know, you try to be as nice as you can. Uh, you know, you're trying to stay focused and things like that. But uh you know, I just I just think of myself when I was 10, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old of can I have a ball? Can I have a ball? Can I draw autograph? You know, can I have the dirt off the mound? Can I have the rosin bag? Can I have the lineup card? I remember Jim Leland just getting getting pretty mad at me in uh, Lakeland during a spring training game. Like, kid, it's the seventh inning of a baseball game. Like, damn it, I'll, I'll sign your stuff like when we're done. And that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to yeah. give you the lineup card. Or you can't have the weighted bat. Like, here, get, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. good fun yeah well i, I took my son to his, to his first uh, baseball game on sunday night baseball up in uh, boston red sox yankees and awesome. we sat right behind the the bullpen because I, I love sit behind the bullpen because yeah you, you you get to sit there and see a lot of great things and uh and, and just watch and yeah. i told and i told him i'm like okay aiden these guys are at work once you yeah. can talk you can do whatever you want but as soon as the game starts they're at work they don't come to your work to bother right. you. You don't bother them. He's like, okay. And then, of course, uh, like you said, all these other kids come running up. Oh, uh, Drew Drew Pomerantz was warming up. And as soon as he was done, uh, all these kids come up. And my son's just sitting there minding his own business. Yeah. He got He's the one that got that warm-up ball. 
I was going to say, he's the one that's going to get something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great because then Koji Urahara was warming up later that game. Same thing. He got Koji's warm up ball also. All right. And and all these kids are are getting so mad. And and I told Aiden after the game, I'm like, see, that's respect. And then the the catcher uh, that kind of works with them, the warming up, he sat there and said, man, he goes, you taught your kid well. I said, you guys are at work. You know, yeah. So, but Joey, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Absolutely, thanks for having me. The floor is now yours. Tell everybody where they can sit there and get a hold of you at. Um, I'm on Instagram, Joey.stock. Uh, shoot me a follow. Um, you know, that's that's about it. I, I'm not really on social media much. I uh, won't give out my Snapchat, but uh, yeah, Joey.stock on Instagram. Hit me up. Hey, thanks a lot, Joey, for stopping by. Uh, I can't wait to sit there and reach out to you again. And absolutely, as you, as you move up, uh, we want to be a part of that, you know, with you. Absolutely, let's do it. So appreciate you having me. Joey. Yep, take right. care, Joey, and uh, yeah. good luck on your continued success. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yep, take care. Bye. Man, that was that was Joey Stock, a, a an amazing pitcher from the Greenville Drive. And man, I love listening. I love growing with these people uh, and become friends with them. So guys, that's all we have today. So make sure you check us out on YouTube. Make sure you you follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, all of our episodes are on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, we're there. So guys, check us out next time on the pesky podcast.